has some elements of being coherent. So um, obviously we're starting the parashiyas of Chuma Tetzava. I'm starting to look at the, look at the, the parashiyas of the Mishkan. So the we the, the chronology of the events. The, um, the Ramban learns that the, the parashiyas are written in order about how they actually happen. So the concept of the Mishkan was already given to Moshe Rabbeinu before Chet Egel. And then after Chet Egel was reiterated and then they were, and then, then it was done. Rashi, Rashi disagrees. Rashi says the parashiyas of the Mishkan were only given after the Chet Egel. So Truman and really are out of order. Really, after Mishpatim, there's going to be Kisis, the story of the Chet Egel. That's that part of Kisisa. And then you're going to have Truman Tetzava, that other part of Kisisa, by Yaakov Bikude, chronologically. So the Sipurna, at the end of Parshish Yisro, supports that approach as well. And he says, at the end of Parshish Yisro, after Matan Torah, we have the Pesukim talk about that which Rashi understands means that the person is going to come and give you the, the bracha of the person's presence the full presence of Kodesh Baruch was there the place you're allowed to mention his name so in the Mikdash you're allowed to say Shem's full name that's where I'm going to come and give you a bracha but the Saburna adds that before the Chetegel that was anywhere in the world there was no specific place where that was going to be. The concept of a specific place was only after Chet Egel. So, um, so what changed? And so I, I was just being misburdened a little bit. I once saw a, 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 a um, beautiful touch from, from Raya Kaplan. Uh, I don't know which which one of his books he was in. Um, the more says a story that Chazal said that the, the Shekhinah is found in, every, in the presence of every place where there's a minion, there's, the Shekhinah's presence is there. So this person said to Yeshua that, you know, there's many minyanim, so how many gods are there? Right? How many Hashems do you have? You know, you have one and all of them. So he said to this person that, you know, is, this, is the sun shining where we are? He said, yeah. Is the sun shining where your home back in Rome is? He said, yeah. Well, how many suns are there? Right? So that's Ad and the Gemara. The problem, the, 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 the answer doesn't make sense. Right? The sun shines in Rome, the sun shines here, the sun shines everywhere, everywhere, everywhere in between. So clearly it's one sun. Over here, the question is, it shines here and there and not in the middle. So how does that work? So how, what was the analogy? And so, the, so he explained and to this, and to this, that, that what Rishon was saying is Hashem is counted as a shining just like the sun, sun shines. There are places where there's blockage. There's clouds in the middle. And therefore you don't see him. It's not that Hashem comes to the, the, to the basic Nessus it's over there. The blockage is removed. In Mele, you see him. Mm. The same way you, the sun shines there, and they are not in the middle because there's a cloud in the middle. So the sun really should be shining everywhere equally. But the, the world is a blockage. You don't see Hashem. The Beis is you see him. That's that's why it's all the one, same one Hashem. That's how we touched the the, the, the more touch. Beautiful touch. Nice, yeah. yeah.
Be'etzem, the whole concept that we shouldn't say Kodesh Baruch Hu, is a plea. Right? The person's presence is real. Hashem Lekechem Emes. Hashem Lekechem Emes. Hashem is real. He's the greatest reality which, is, which exists. The fact that we shouldn't see him is a Kiddush. That he shouldn't, we shouldn't feel his presence in a very powerful way is, doesn't make any sense. But the Russian created that reality to allow us to choose. Right? There's no choice if you see the sun. You, if the person's presence would be obvious. It would be shining at us to the point that it's beating on our brow and we would be feeling it. Well, well choose not. Well, we choose not. Like, what, what does that mean? So the Russian created a, a, a reality where he's not visible, he's not perceptible, he's not obvious. And from that vantage point, we have the ability to choose and create our world as it was. I mentioned to you once that the Baltanya says that the Velt says that the Bria was a Yesh Me'ayin. Really, the Bria was an Ayin Me'yesh. Bresham was Yesh. Bresham created a world where he's not. He's Ayin out of the Yesh of a Kaddish Boruch. That's the Kiddush of the Bria. Not Bria Yesh Me'ayin, but Ayin Me'yesh. It's beautiful uptypes of the Baltanya. Like, so, so Be'etzim, the music of a Mokim for Mishkin is a Pella. The natural re- reaction to Matan Torah, the, the Saperna says, was that the Russian would be accessible totally to any member of Christ or anywhere in the world. Right. So, that's, uh, that's how the Saperna understands. Any place in the world that, which, if you think about it, that's logical. Now, the Russian says, you know, okay, you've done Chet the Egel, you know what, now you need a special place. So, that, that's, that, that, that really touches into a reality which we have to grapple with. One of the, respond, one of the issues that the, 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 the Balatanya and the Nefesh Chaim had, the, one of the big things that Hasidus was, was introducing was an element of introducing Kabbalah to the Hamanam. And part of the, one of the mes- main messages of Kabbalah is the intrinsic kedusha and value to everything which exists in the Bria. We've spoken about this before, that Kabbalah's role is explain how how everything is here in the Bria as an expression of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. It's an emanation of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. It cannot have existence without a Kaddish Baruch Hu as we're giving and creating his existence into this thing. So you take the Russian's existence and you turn it into a table. How do you do that? How do you make that process? And then what role does that play in the over, overall bigger picture? Why is that process so? That's Kabbalah's goal. So that imbued a tremendous value and conducive to every single thing that exists in the Bria and every action which exists in the Bria because everything is, is an emanation of a Kodesh Baruch Hu. One of the responses that the Nefesh Chaim responded says that's a very dangerous concept because the result of that is there's no more Kedusha theoretically in the table than there is in the Sefer. They're both emanations of a Kodesh Baruch Hu. So, so you can say Hashem's name in a basic Yisei. Because, right? So he says, we have a Yediyah of Hashem Echod. Hashem Echod means that you're right, there's actually nothing else in the world. And, and, and from that vantage point, there's no way you cannot say Hashem's name in the basic Yisei because it's just as Kodesh there as it is in the basic Yisei. 
But Baruch, the concept of the Baruch is that there's Rebui. The Russian created different things. So the Russian may put us in a world. We know that concept. We don't live with that concept. That's not how the Torah wants us to live. The Torah put different gradations of Kedusha. By definition, it's telling them that we're not supposed to be living in a world where that's how we're supposed to look at it. So in that world, we look at the Sefer being more colors than the table. And if, we don't, if you don't do that, you're undermining the foundation of the Torah, which means the Bershom, for whatever reason, put us in a world where we have gradations. What the, net, what the support is saying is those gradations were Mount and Torah before the Chet Eagle. We had obscured a lot of those gradations. Any place could be the base of Mikdash. After Chet Eagle, no, we, we, now we have to have specific places to be the base of Mikdash. That's what he's saying. So now, again, if you, the more you think about it, the more it's, it's a plea that there's more Kedusha in one place than another place. How does that work? Am I making sense so far? Um, so the Hasidim to answer to that, or you know, their approach was that people should know that every single thing that they're doing has intrinsic kedusha and value. Even though we don't necessarily quote unquote live on that plane in the world of practicality of mitzvahs, my tefillin is more kaddish than my tzitzis, which is more kaddish than a piece of paper. But what do you mean? There's the tzitzis of kedusha, a piece of paper. It's a holy thing, a piece of paper. Everything's right. The Baltash, because you know, you know. Um, Rob Aaron told me a mice like with one of his children or one of his grandchildren, like one of like real, like really, really straight and narrow kids. Like, so the kid learns alabase, and alabase is kaddish, you know, kaddish, you know. He never to steal everything. So he's in the bathroom, and in the in the bathroom, it says on the you know the thing, it says alabase. The kid was like, "Rice bench, how do you put alabase in the bathroom?" Right, alabase is kaddish. Right. He's got a point, right? You know, they should use Arabic writing in the bathroom. <laughs> so, um, I have a suggestion to this this question, and it's stretching it a little bit. Okay. Um, so before I give you my my suggestion, I'll, I'll give you I think the basic answer, which is I think is a cop out a little bit. But so what changed? So so clearly what one thing would change is Misa. Because I'll say that they have to, before Chet Eagle, Bershom has taken Misa out of the world. So, which means that the goof of the human being, Klaisa reached him a drag of him before the Chet, that he would, they would live forever. So, the human being's goof through Mount Antara, through that had, had reached a level of holiness that it was immortal. So, if the human beings walking on the face of the earth had reached that level, so the earth had reached a level where any place in the world could be. It'll be a basic mikdash, right? Well, whatever impact the chet eagle had done, um, whatever that was, 
um, which introduced Misa, so it diminished everything else in the world as well. So then, from that vantage point, you can't have every place in the world being Kaddish. That's like the cop-out answer. He's falling out of your jacket. What? He's falling out of your jacket. Oh. Oh, thank you. Okay. Um, so I'm going to give you another answer, which... I think it doesn't answer the question like 100, 100%, but I think it, it gives, it just gives some thought. My father had a comment to me years back. He said that anytime you deal with numbers, it's a hike. There's even misses which are logical. And, and nobody would tell you the idea of eating matzah the night of Pesach is a hike. It's a, it's a way to commemorate an event which took place. That's a logical thing. It makes sense that we have commemorations, etc. Why Kazayas? Why not two Kazayas? That element is going to be a chayk. Right? So you, have to, you should make Kiddush over Yayin? Yes, Yayin is something which, you know, makes you happy, etc. Why Revius? You know, and I, have the, and I can give you six different opinions with how big a Revius is, you know. But, but, but there was, the, the, Why can't you just say, I mean, it's, a, it's a basic minimal threshold to be considered eating something or drinking something? Some... I understand, but it's, there's some element. So the lulav, why one lulav? One has, whenever you start dealing with numbers, right. you're going to get to some element of. It's arguably it could have been different, you know. Any the detail, the conceptual. Right, right, right. So saying, so once you get involved in details, you're getting involved in the element of chayk. Uh, now, um, If the challenge of Adorishan, we spoke about other times, Adorishan's challenge was the idea of the Russian created man with a sense of independence. And the, the process of which that's your greatest Bechira is the sense of independence doesn't allow you to connect to Kaddish Baruch Hu. And the whole process of life is to, to learn to accept and give away that independence and connect to Kaddish Baruch Hu. So Chete Egel, we spoke about this once, parallels the same problem. That Christ will accept the Torah on their own terms. Right? We spoke about this idea. right? And the Mishkan is a Kapora because the person who, the one person in the world who maybe had the right to do it because he figured it out was B'Tzalo. Because he, Moshe himself said that B'Tzalo understood it better than him. But he did a That's why Parsha Bikuda keeps saying he didn't do it because he figured it out, he did it because Hashem commanded. So there's no place in the Torah which detail is given more significance than the Parshas of the Mishkan. So it's almost as if the Russian has to create, if the process of the correction process for Cheta Egel is. Idea of giving you something which doesn't necessarily make sense to you, and this is the way it has to be; otherwise, it's not going to work. Because the whole avoider is to accept that, that things don't make sense to me and do them anyway, and that's exactly how you will overcome the hump of connecting. So you're almost forced, by definition, to create a new reality which is not the same reality as before. It's a reality where the logic doesn't dictate. It. 
So largely, the Shemesh is available every, everywhere. He said, no, 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 it's only available this way if you do it this way. So I'm not as accessible as you want it. You're going to have to listen to me to get it. Before, I will come to you, from the supporter. Wherever, wherever, you go, wherever you are, I will come to you. That's like, Russia made himself fully accessible to us, and we abused that. So Russia says, now you're going to have to come to me. Not because it's logic that you could put me in a place, but the fact you have to go through the, through the submission process or the connection, connecting process of coming to me. So I cannot make myself available to you everywhere. And I, and I cannot make myself available just the way you want to do it. Right? Theoretically, is there more value in the, 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 the or in being this size versus that size? I don't know. But at one point in time, that wasn't the market. However, you did, you connected. Versus, no, no, no. You only get connect. So, a, a, a weak analogy. Um, not a perfect analogy. A weak, a weak analogy because you know, obviously, there's, there's a human element in it which doesn't apply to Hashem Baruch Hu. Right. Um, I, mean, I mentioned to you once the idea of the Rebbe Yehuda. It's a beautiful idea in, in the Iker of, of, of Tshuva called of, of Tefillah. He says the person should daven for various things. One of the things to daven for is that the relationship should be mended. Because anytime you have, you you blow a trust in a relationship, you need to re- rebuild trust. And it's possible I can be mocha you, not upset at you, but the trust is missing. The relationship is, is, is not the same. So you can imagine in a, a relationship like that, one of the ways that the, the corrective measure to solve that problem is to create a test, a bar, uh, a commit, a new commit level of commitment in the relationship, the person says, okay, I'm happy to be, have a relationship with you. I need to see more on your side. You're going to come to me, do it my way, etc. It's a weak analogy because that's a human, it's like human thought processes. But there seems to be some element of that. That's what has to happen. Okay. I once saw, a thought from Il Tauber, about, I mentioned you were a gift to said this idea, but Tami Amitzvah is why they referred to as the word Tom means reason, also means flavor. So a gift said, like, why do you refer to Tami Amitzvah as Tami Amitzvah? says, food, nobody argues that the main primary element of food is the flavor. The impact the food has on the body is the nutrients, is the minerals, it's the, the, the vitamins, it's the, 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 the water content. All those things affect the body. The flavor does not affect the body at all. The flavor is the hechatimsa ba'amu to get into your mouth. Right? Tamei mitzvahs are the way to get you to do them. The reason why they're, they're effective, so human beings, I know why Hashem commanded X. I know what it accomplishes. I know what it accomplishes. He says he gave an analogy of a person who, who does data, data processing on a computer. He's putting information into the computer over here. And this, the printout is in, in China. And what is accomplishing? He doesn't even know what it's accomplishing. He knows he needs to put X on the data. The one who set up the system set up that the results are going to be found thousands of miles away, whatever. I just need to put in these, these put in these pieces of information, that's the results. So mitzvahs are like the same thing like that. The, the mitzvah, what a mitzvah accomplishes, what idea what a mitzvah accomplishes? The Russian tied the mitzvahs into, all the, into everything in the, all the celestial reality, the metaphysical celestial reality. 
Why am I, what makes it easier for me to do that? Well, I see so many good reasons to do it, etc. So the time is not the real understanding of it. Same with the flavor is not the real understanding of a food. The, the, the mitzvah plays a much more real role than that. Um, and once you get involved in like learning, you know, some of the nefesh families of Yisurim, you see that, you know, that in a very significant way. So but the Marshall, he says that that famous question like, so what's what happened at that moment other than the scene of the Torah that's so, so important so Ramchal says what happened at that moment that let's say a, a Yisrael goes into the basement and brings a corporate there's a tremendous statement of the diva slave of bringing a corporate but the corporate is possible because Yisrael was not given the elements of neshama which allow the carbon to accomplish what carbon is supposed to accomplish. Okay, it was. So now, a, go- a goy does a mitzvah. The divas slave, he's not going to do it. It's a tremendous statement of love for Kodesh Baruch, he's doing the mitzvah. But does the mitzvah accomplish all the celestial tweakings that it's supposed to accomplish? Kaiser was given that at, at, at Har Sinai. So Kaiser's neshamas now are tied to all of the, the metaphysical celestial reality. So we do a mitzvah, it tweaks everything that's supposed to tweak. It's like the Kayin doing the Rebbe Mesa Mikdash. The, the, the diva slave, that's what it says, the more it says that a kalam of voice and a person's animal of voice he's doing, because he doesn't have to do it. It shows a tremendous amount of love. That you can't take away from that. But that, that, that the mitzvah should have an intrinsic value that it should accomplish what it's supposed to accomplish, that it can't do. Only so can do that. And that works for mitzvahs and for various. You know, the, 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 various, the impact that a Jew has when he does something wrong is greater than the impact when a, when a non-Jew does something wrong. Because his, mitz, his being is connected to a greater reality. So I think that getting back to, to the Mishkan, like, it's a very important to remember, like, you know, like the Mishkan was a place where you almost saw that pechush, this concept. Like, Kabbalists, because I'll multiple times talk about the power of the Kabbalists, how they affected all the Bria, etc. You got a glimpse into that world of when you submit and when you have this, when you, you come to me and connect, the results are very powerful. But re- reality, that, that's supposed to be a limit for all the mitzvahs. So, any mitzvah that a person does has that intrinsic kayak, which is intrinsic in whether I understand it or not. So it's interesting, my, my wife and I were going for this Shabbaton for the, the, the girls, the older single girls Shabbaton that were going for the Shabbos, you know, uh, one of the Mechazkim, I guess we're called. Um, I think the fifth year we're going this year. So, my wife's the topic is because it's right for a simcha. Obviously, it's a very hush of a topic for these girls. You know, a lot of them, you know, difficult. I just got the the, the, the panel questions. They're painful to read. You know, like you know. Um. So my wife was talking about the idea of simcha simcha mitzvah. So she said, so obviously the greatest simcha of a mitzvah is the fact that you're the simcha is that the human being can serve a kaddish 
that the Russian actually responded that the Russian cares. Like like that 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 statement is so overwhelming that the Russian cares. That's a tremendous statement of simcha. But you said you know something that that doesn't that doesn't motivate us sometimes. You know when you understand Tamei Mitzvahs, you understand how a mitzvah is, is, is important, significant, the message that it does, etc. It it creates something uh, better, you know, more of a connection. So you know we were going back and forth on that, which one should tr- stress? Because I think that people lose that element of thinking about that. Um, of the the tremendous love of relationship, it's intrinsic just to the concept of a mitzvah. That the Russian cares about what I'm doing is a tremendous statement of love. Like, I can be so insignificant that, you know, we spoke this two or three weeks ago, like, the logic is that the Russian should not be interested. We're so distant from him that the logical Russian is interested in us. And the Russian says, I am interested in you, is a tremendous, beautiful statement of how, how important we are to him. Um, so I, I actually spoke about that. Th- Three years ago, by the girls, I can't do it. Talk about it again. Um, you I guess, got married. It's a new crop. Yeah, there's some of the some of the older girls now, but are still there. I can reference it, but I can't make it the Gantz Russia. Sing by, by, by the Suda Shabbos day. Um, but the that Nakuda of but. The, I would like to stress that there's like there's the relationship element, there's the Tommy Mitzvahs, which is the, where the logical understanding is, and then there's the, the metaphysical reality that has impact. Everything you do has impact. I don't think they hear it enough, but about Chassidim, it's like this is like that standard. Like every single thing you do is Halik, like everything is like you know a whole. It's a beautiful thing. That that we walk, everything gets imbued with the concept of kedusha. It's you know, it's Christ over for the katagel to some extent. The problem is we're not holding by that madrega to really live like that, and that's what the nefesh chaim is grappling with. But that, that, to some element to tap into that, the real reality is is still there to some extent. That we ever we whatever we do wherever we are, how is always connecting into the world of kedusha. I think we shouldn't lose that. Number one. Number two, we understand that because we've abused that, we need to, as it were, come to him and follow his directives to, to get that relationship again. And that's the the symbolism of the idea of a makam, where the version was more available, or, or a, a an action which has a greater presence of Kodesh Baruch a day of a week where the version is... is the Ramam says lost love but the Quran is gonna be you know, the Ramam learns that lost his love with to be not gonna be any carbonus in the base of English. Um Ramban gets very nervous of him on that issue, you know. Why it, not? But why not? Why not what? I mean why lost his love there won't be any cabanas. So the Ram well the similar reading of the Ramam, the Ramam says that the perfect the the, the, the simple reading of the Rambam is a, the Rambam sees Karbanas as a concession to human frailty, that we need an action, as it were, to connect to Kodesh Borogu. And we can reach Madrega of such clarity, etc., that just through contemplation, we're going to be connected to Kodesh Borogu. We don't need to do the action actions.
to wean us away from pagan society. So Raman learned that the Avodazor was was a problem. Klaisel was of the Avodazor. To take us away from Avodazor without giving us something in place of it, Karbonus, the way to Sarah similar to where they said Klaisel will not be able to handle. But eventually we gotta, we're going to grow past that. Which obviously, you know, the Ramam was like injecting his own thought process into the Psukim that Karbonus are concession to Klaisel's frailty. Um, to Shir Chaim, to the Rambam, the, the, one of our bounds caches on the Rambam is I'll reach and Karbonus before there's no Vodazar yet. Because I'll say I'll reach and block Karbonus. Right, so how can you of Karbonus if the whole purpose of Karbonus is to, to oh, yeah. concession to Vodazar there wasn't a Vodazar yet. Right. Um, I, the Rambam is funny. So Shir Chaim, what we used to always say it over, he used to say Avada Gavist for sure, translating the right? The person put a nature, an intrinsic nature into man that he wants to give to his oracle. That's expressed by adoration, giving, bringing kibbutz. That's that's that was there before before any chet. That was there. Um. The of the Venezuela abused that, misused that, etc. And at, at some point in time, theoretically, because of that, just like the, the Psukim say that that may of us the idea of a matseva was considered something good. And the Torah asks is matseva. It later on becomes also because they use it as a chakla Venezuela. Theoretically, we should have taken away kabbonis. We didn't take away kabbonis. As a concession to that, that was something which they would not be able to handle. So we're, we, it, it, we're going back to the original reality of that the nature of man is to give. That's how he types that part of the Ramam. He didn't discuss the loss of love part of it. So why should we have the loss of love? Um, so I'm just wondering with what I'm saying. Shout the Ramam, I don't think it's shot the Rambam. But it's, there is a result like this. The loss of love, all carbonos will be bought, will, 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 will be bought, except for carbon title. Right. So there's no, there's no head, there's, you know. If what we're saying, theoretically, the natural state of being between a man and a Kodesh Baruch shouldn't need a vehicle to make a connection. Because Russian is everywhere. The Russian made this gap in this distance, and we need, to, we need to bridge, we need to do our actions to bridge the gap. There's going to be a period of time in the future where that gap is going to be it's not it's not going to be there anymore. Versus going to, as it were, reconnect. So, the natural state of being is we're together. I don't need those actions. I don't, I don't, I'm just you know throwing out such an idea. So the parshas. So just just to recap, that was my thought. So the parshas of the Michigan are you know the. We're used to reading them, so like you know, they don't throw us that much. But like you know, it's like detail after detail after detail, parsha after parsha after parsha, and the whole concept of a, 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 a specific mokum and system of details seems to be illogical. It's it's a Point one. Point two. 
point two is the Sperner says that for Chet Egel, actually, this was none of this would have existed. Right? So, what changed? So, we're suggesting what changed is that the the need for proving yourself that you're willing to commit to come to the connection is going to require that there's details you're doing on my terms. Point number, next point is that obviously the, the, these have an intrinsic value on a higher level, which we don't necessarily relate to. Like every mitzvah has those parts of it. The reason why it's a kazayas, not a kebeya, is for a very good reason, not just a tzachayk. But from our vantage point, we don't know why that's so, so we look at it as a tzachayk. But the Russian that set up the computer for a very good reason why that's the input. And the action which we do has an output. Every action, every mitzvah which you do has an output celestially, right, metaphysically. We don't see what it is. We don't know what it is. So we need to, for our vantage point, like, why that? So we come, come along and say different timing to explain why the, the size of the, the urn is, uh, is this size, different symbolism, etc. That's all a way to make it more palatable for us to do it. But reality is nobody's thinking that that's the real reality. There's much more to it. And there is, it's not just a chayk, but it actually has an impact. Um, but the derech shot of why that's, what role that's going to play is it allows us to rebuild the relationship because we're committed to being doing whatever it takes to make relationship work, i.e. following the, the, the dictates of the other partner. So the wife gives her husband a list of penance, penance to do to get back, you know, after he, abu- he, he you know, abused the trust, right? So he gotta, he's got to follow those to the, to the, to the, to the, to the T. You want to rebuild the trust. He says, you know, listen, I'm an independent guy. I'm going to do my own way, you know. That's, that's not going to fix that problem. So over here, there's that element, maybe, but there's also a greater element of, you know, obviously it has a tremendous impact. But the fact that we needed the impact that way and not as opposed to being totally accessible, because, yeah, there was a need to... to uh, um, there, there was a damage into the whole fiber of the, of, of, of the Bria. It's a thought process. It's a little bit esoteric, but I think there's a lot to it. I... I this Hasidic thing about, you know, everything being Kaddish. I love to publicize it, you know. But I'm a Litvak, you know. I'm saying, you know, it, it definitely comes with a problem. What is Kaddish, though? What, I mean, when you say it's Kaddish, I mean, everything is Kaddish powerful, but what, in Kaddish, in what way? <clears throat> One of the things that Hasidim were, were addressed was the feeling of the Amarats and being insignificant compared to the Mishnah If you understand the Kedusha of any action you do is an expression of the Kedusha there's not greater Kedusha to a, a learning a learning Shas than to dancing a tensel. A dancing. I, that's that was part of their message. So you're just as good as the rest. He, he, you dance and, and he learns. Now the Litvak says, "Excuse me, Thomas Arkanekulam." You know, doesn't work like that. Within the realm of Torah, there are there are gradations. 
the Tamachachim gets more covered than the guy who dances. But part of the message of the Hasidim was, no, 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 it's also Zalba. Which is why by the, by the original courts of the Hasidim, the Tinechachachim and Amaratzim were treated exactly the same. There was no Muslim of covered Tinechachachim. That was one of the, one of the big titles that the guy had was you're you're going you're undermining covenant that's a very dangerous thing. There was the rabbi and everybody else. So you could have the tremendous tamachachim who was like the rabbi just the same as the, all the other chassidim. They're very that was like a it's very uplifting for the Amorites. you know like you know you don't learn anything you don't know anything but the mice you're just as good as or you know as as this fellow who spent his whole life you know but. Because everything's Kaddish, you're not less Kaddish than he is. Bersha made you. D- dancing is like a holy thing, because you're expressing your love for Kaddish Borugu, right? That 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 the, that the worm, you know, you can't eat it, but a worm is mamish, it's kedusha, right? There's hashkach on a worm. Like they, they had all these different thought processes, but that Musa, that everything has value in the Kaddish Borugu's eyes. That's why he created it. I mean, how would I say it? Um, Use Moshe Feinstein as a, as a, you know, Moshe Feinstein was an Adam Gadol, just like way beyond, you know, way beyond. But he comes along and tells me that this is important to him for whatever reason. What I've just done is taken that item, which seems to be a mundane item, and made it to something else quite extraordinary because it's important to the one who, to, to, to Marshall Weinstein. So if this table is important to Kaddish Boruchu, it's not just a table. This is Kaddish Boruchu's table. Well, the Russian put a table in the world, obviously it's important to him. Because everything, when it doesn't exist, unless Kaddish Boruchu gives it existence. So everything is is important. So that's very very clutch of thing to understand, that, and that's true. But but the Nefesh Chaim's problem is, but you know, from that vantage point, you slowly, you very quickly get confused. And you, so why is it more important? Why is tefillin more important than a piece of paper? You know. It becomes very, very confusing. So he said, "You can't. You, you think about it too much. It's so it's a, a concept, but that message shouldn't be destroyed. You know, it shouldn't be like taken off. Excuse the pun, off the table, right? And that wasn't. Okay, that was good. Come on, t- good, take the message off. The, okay, right? Like because we need to know that that everything we are a Kaddish border who's being expressed. That everything around this is the Russians expressing. Is the Russians? Is the Russians? Active desire that it should exist and it exists. It means it's there for a reason. It has value. Every action that I do has has value. Because Russians willing it to, to exist. Okay, one totally different thought. I had a, a crazy thought. I mentioned to you once, you know, that you know, Nishmas, the the, the Nusra of the Nishmas of the the, the, the billions and billions of the sudden, like like, do I really feel inadequate for thanking Hashem for like one of the of the of the you know the quintillion? I don't know. I think I might be pretty good at that. All of them is a little bit challenging, but like 
I, I can't even be master to thank Hashem for one of the quotidian things He does for me. So, like, I'm not even aware anywhere near the most quintessential things that He's doing for me. So, I, I had a thought process, which is another question. You say in Nishmas that that even if we are, we're, our, our, our mouths were full like the sea, and you know. We would not be able to have the ability to thank Hashem for one of the myriad of things that He does for us. So the math, it's elef alfei elofim, v'ribei ruhavos pomim. So elef is a thousand, alfei is a thousand, elofim is a thousand. So it's a thousand times a thousand times a thousand. Billion. Billion. Right. Now a revova is ten thousand. Ten thousand times ten thousand. So you add in eight more zeros. So it's 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 a hundred quadrillion, right? Okay. So the, we're saying that the brush is doing a hundred quadrillion favors for you, and you can't even thank him. You with all of that expanded ability to be this flying being who has the mouth like the sea and the and the the, the, the tongue like the waves. You couldn't even say enough for one of them. Out of that 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 one hundred quadrillion. I say the words like you know it's like it's like so. I mean, had you expanded my capacity a million fold, I still couldn't describe one of the, the of, of that one to the eighteenth power, whatever the number is, right? What is it? It's no seventeenth power. One to the seventeenth power. Okay. Ten to the seventeenth power. Right. Thank you. Right. Um, I. So I had a crazy thought. There's a trillion cells approximately on a human being. Each cell has a tremendous amount of different different processes which are going inside the cell. There's in the cell there's DNA, and then there's mitochondrial DNA, and then there's the the the, the RNA, and then, then there's the cytoplasm. Like, you know, so if one thing goes wrong in that cell, the, the person can get cancer. So there's a myriad of things taking place in my trillions of cells on a daily, on an hourly basis. So I'm not so far away from a hundred quadrillion in my own body. And then there's seven and a half billion people in the world which we impact each other. So you take that number and you multiply it times seven and a half billion people. That's just the human beings on the on the world. Then there are all the physical things are taking. Well, the world has to function. The gas has to be the right proportion for all of us, and that's all this world. And so I think you know what? I think I can, I can hear the number. I can hear the number. I can hear what it means. That how would we really, if what if I start dysfunctioning? Or that person that's dysfunctioning, that impacts the person. Uh, the, the domino effect is so overwhelming. How the impact is not minimal; it's it's maximal. That we have no, we we we're limited in our capacity to think. So I just, just trying to have this week and just hit me like the, like how to like, concretize the numbers, <laughs> like. So, I just wanted to share that with you. A little bit different. A little bit different thought, a little bit more down to earth than the other one. I, so I tried the research today, on, 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 very briefly online. I don't have time to, to, to like. 
like how many processes the average human cell is doing per hour. So it was a very hard question, you know, to get because, like, what's the average human cell? Like, you know, it's different types of cells, etc. Like, how many basis the basic processes? You know, converting proteins into amino acids, you know, breaking it down, absorbing it. You know, how much is taking place in a cell in a, in a per hour? I couldn't, I couldn't get an answer. I didn't get an answer yet. I need, like, need to someone like you know could help me figure out the, how to search for it right. Or somebody knows the answer, actually. That <laughs> <laughs> too. Right. But I'm sure it's not a small number. Okay. Uh, Thank you. Thomas.